I waited patiently for the Lord. He inclined to me and heard my cry. He drew me up from the pit of destruction out of the miry bog and set my feet upon a rock, making my steps secure. Psalm 40, verse 1 and 2. If there was a key word here in terms of the passage from Psalm 40, I would say it's the word wait, patiently, but waiting patiently. And I wrote, the promise is eternal salvation, not perfect comfort in everyday existence. Our feet are stuck in a miry bog, but our heart yearns for eternity. What makes our step secure and our foundation a rock is the faith we have, uh, the faith we have that the Lord is trustworthy. And the trustworthiness is at this moment, it may seem that uh, you are not secure, that you're in a bad place, that you're not going to come out of it. But the psalmist says, be patient always. Yeah. This idea of waiting on the Lord is a real consistent theme in the Psalms. Uh, the psalmist brings it up over and over. And it really makes sense for people who've lived a little bit of life because you recognize that there are moments in life where it's just not going the way you would have wanted or expected. And your only hope in those moments is to wait on the Lord. Um, and it's really, uh, when, when we learn that, it's really where trust is really developed. It's easy to trust when everything is going well, but it's in those moments of waiting that the depth of our relationship with the Lord, that He doesn't just become the dispenser of good things to us, but it's a real relationship. I worked for a number of people before I uh, started my own company in 1981. Um, and I also, you know, went through experience of various schools, uh, college, etc. And the bosses that I had that were, uh, I think, uh, the most effective on one level and the most um, difficult to accept on the other are people that are impatient making, I have to have this report tomorrow morning, and he gives it to you at 5 o'clock the night before. I have to have this, and I have to have that. And I can understand why he's doing that, because his motivation is the bottom line for the, that year or, and the year beyond. And that's an impatience that is part of our culture. And so you have to almost unlearn that when you're, when you're responding to this, this, uh, this psalm and what the psalmist is saying. And you say it runs throughout the psalms of being patient because we're not on our time. We're on God's time. You, yesterday you mentioned my role as senior pastor at Stanwich Church. And as things were shifting that our staff was coming together, uh, we were interviewing a number of candidates. We went through probably 10 candidates that we interviewed and we were close to offering uh, the position to a couple people and even one the night before we stopped. And the word the Lord kept giving me especially and the search committee was in agreement with this word was wait on me, I have something. It took 18 months. Wow. And the congregation was a little bit frustrated. They thought we weren't doing our work. Why can't we make a decision? Well, when we finally made the decision, it ended up being uh, Pastor Nathan who came mm -hmm. in a miraculous way. And he's now the senior pastor. And if you think about those 18 months of waiting and how it's um, played out in the continuation of the church's ministry, um, we, we've missed this aspect. And the 
mystical holiness people of the late 1800s tapped back into it. Andrew Murray uh, has a whole book on waiting on the Lord. And so in my most recent book I wrote on prayer, I've done a chapter on waiting on the Lord. It's one of the aspects of prayer of developing our relationship.